0: Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is episode number two of the Lot of Josh reselling podcast. I threw reselling into the title of the podcast just in case someone's looking for a reselling specific podcast. So maybe that'll help that person find this one here. If you did just happen to stumble upon this podcast, my name is Josh. I go by Lot of Josh on Instagram and YouTube. I'm currently a full time reseller, primarily an eBay seller. I occasionally make YouTube videos about reselling as well. I don't upload as frequently as I used to but i'll do it probably about once a week maybe eventually i'll bump it back up to two a week but right now i'm just making videos whenever i feel like it just for fun i do want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who listened to episode one of this podcast just knowing that there are people out there that are interested in hearing my story and listening to the random ideas i have that's a that's extremely humbling to know so big shout out to everyone who's listening to the podcast I really do appreciate all the support. All right, so getting into the main topic of this podcast, it should be in the title too. It should be something about my wife asking like, if my wife is ever going to get involved in the reselling business. Um, So we'll get into that. And the topic of this podcast kind of spiraled and stemmed from a question that, Dan or Art Vandalay left on episode one. So, the question he included in his YouTube comment on episode one was Do you still remember the first channels you started watching? Um, So, he's referencing um, reselling YouTube channels that I started watching when I first got into reselling. So, I started watching reselling content probably like four years ago, and it's like 50 50 in terms of if these channels are still uploading. So, I'll start with the channels that don't upload anymore. Um, So, I just created like a, a a small list of people that I remember watching I was watching all the channels I'm about to mention pretty much religiously but getting into the channels that don't upload anymore the first channel was eBay Kirk and man he was like just super entertaining he would go thrifting, he went to estate sales I think he did a couple of estate clearouts as well and by the end of when he stopped uploading he got to the point where he got a warehouse space and he was working out of there um, he never really gave an update on like why he stopped uploading so hopefully he's doing okay. I'm assuming he just decided to focus more on the business um, but I'm not completely sure so hopefully he's doing okay and you know he's finding all kinds of success because he really helped me especially when I first started reselling. The second channel was Colleen. Her channel name was Rope and Reseller and she was doing a lot of what sold videos. So, especially when I first started reselling, I was like super hungry to learn, super eager to figure out like what was actually selling on eBay. And she was selling a lot of very unique types of items and she would just screen share and share exactly what's sold every single week so i wouldn't miss a single video of hers i think the last update she shared she mentioned that she is a postal worker now delivering mail so i hope she's enjoying that staying healthy and you know just living living life to the fullest and the other two channels that i wouldn't miss an upload on they did a lot of what's sold videos and if you haven't noticed when I first started reselling, what sold videos are the types of videos that I would binge just because, as I mentioned, I was like super eager to figure out what I needed to buy to resell on eBay Um, but those two channels, it was uh, Ronnie over at Heart Pickers and Andy, his channel was Parrothead Picker And these two channels, they were like a big inspiration in terms of like they would do a lot of men's clothing. So they gave me confidence that I could build a reselling business selling mostly clothing, um, majority of it being men's clothing. So big shout out to those two guys as well. But yeah, those four channels were the ones I was watching consistently, the ones that don't upload anymore. So I hope all of them are doing well because they're all really good, genuine people. And they helped me out a ton when I first started. To reselling and then i'll mention the four channels that are still uploading till this day and that just shows how important consistency is for youtube because i consider all of these channels really big channels but yeah when i was first reselling i was watching pete over at craigslist hunter lonnie um, garage or, or shed flips um, john cincinnati picker and then rally roots And I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast and you're a reseller, you already know who those four um, channels are. So I don't think I need to go too much into detail. Um, But yeah, all of the channels I mentioned in this podcast, they really helped me build a foundation for my own reselling business. And over the past few years... I've just taken tidbits of all of the other resellers. Um, There's just way too many people, way too many channels to mention. But I think it's important to try to learn from other people and just take tidbits from everyone, mash it together, turn it into something that works for you. Um, Everyone's situation is extremely different. So you're not going to be able to like carbon copy, replicate someone else's business model. Um, But I think there's a lot you can take away from Watching and listening to other people and you know, just creating something that's unique to you And I say that that everyone's situation is different because I learned that the hard way Which leads me to the question I put into the title of this podcast Which is, you know, will my wife ever get into reselling or will my wife ever join my reselling business? So just to kind of like set the scene here. I got into reselling in 2017, which is the same year that I got married um, so I started reselling and getting into that a couple of months into our marriage. So my wife didn't marry a reseller, right? She she married me before I started selling on eBay. And tying that back to the YouTube channels I was watching, um, you kind of see what you want to see. So the the two channels really that were showing like couples reselling was rally roots and then ebay kirk um i think it was his girlfriend maybe his fiance i want to say girlfriend um but ebay kirk and his girlfriend would like go thrifting go to estate sales they would source together those two channels created this like weird fantasy for me i was like okay like reselling as a couple is super cool that would be super awesome for for me and my wife to do that as well so i really tried to push her into reselling So about a year later, at that time, we were down in Columbus, Georgia, which was like right on the border of Alabama and Georgia. So if you went an hour west, you would hit Auburn, Alabama. And then about two hours north from Columbus was Atlanta. And my wife, she had no interest in going to garage sales. Um, It just wasn't something she's ever done before. And she was perfectly fine with not hitting those types of sales. So I had to figure out a way to like incentivize it, you know, compromise a little, give her something to look forward to. So my wife, she's Korean, well actually she just got her US American citizenship a few months ago But she grew up in Korea, she went to school, she graduated high school over there And then she came over to the United States for college And given that we were in Columbus, Georgia at that time Like really good authentic Korean food was hard to come by There was a few Korean restaurants in Columbus But if you wanted like really really good Korean food we had to drive two hours north to Atlanta if you're from the Atlanta area, you know that North Atlanta, the Duluth area has an H Mart which is a Korean Asian supermarket a lot of really awesome Korean restaurants up there as well and then the next best option if we didn't want to drive two hours north is to go west an hour into Alabama to Auburn and there was one like Korean barbecue restaurant in Auburn And that's what I use as my bargaining chip to convince her to go garage-sailing with me. So I finally convinced her, I was like, okay, like, the goal is to eat really good Korean barbecue for lunch, but first we're gonna hit this town-wide garage sale in Auburn. And something interesting that I noticed, so I'm currently in New Jersey right now, and most of our garage sales up here start at 9 or 10 a.m., but down in the Georgia, Alabama area, garage sales will start at 6 a.m., and I would always try to get to garage sales, that first garage sales, like 30 minutes early. And to make it even more complicated, Columbus, Georgia, where we were at that time, was like right on the border of EST and CST. So Columbus, Georgia itself was in Eastern Standard Time. But if you would drive like 15-20 minutes west into Alabama, you would change over to Central Standard Time. So it got like super confusing sometimes. But in that situation, it was actually good because you could sleep in a little bit and then you would gain an hour if you wanted to garage sale in Alabama. So for resellers, that's like best case scenario. You drive 20 minutes west and you gain an hour to source an hour extra. For us resellers, sleeping in and still having an extra hour to source longer, that's good for us because we absolutely love sourcing. We love the thrill of the hunt. Sourcing for most people who resell, that's probably the most exciting part of the business. And maybe it was my mistake taking... Her to a town-wide garage sale instead of just like cherry-picking one or two and slowly easing her into it but honestly I don't think that would have made a difference I think um, garage sales and sourcing just isn't something that she enjoys which is perfectly okay so for her time is moving at normal speed at this town-wide garage sale for me since I absolutely love garage sales time is just flying by Um, You know, time's not really a thing, like once I'm done sourcing, that's when I'll check the time and, you know, take it from there. But as this day is going on, as we're hitting sales, after one of the garage sales that we hit, my wife brings up that she's ready for lunch. And hitting garage sales, it is, I admit, you know, it's tiring, you know, you're out and about all day so i was like okay wow it's lunchtime already and i check my phone and i look at the time and it's 9 a.m so at this point we were like four hours into hitting garage sales. so i definitely understand where she's coming from um you know someone who's not completely into sourcing you know four hours of hitting garage sales is a really long time and we looked up that korean barbecue place and saw that it opened at 11 so we still had like two more hours to kill And at this time around 9 a.m. down in the Georgia, Alabama area, that's when the heat starts creeping in. Um, So she was just extremely exhausted just like walking around in the sun. So for the next like hour and a half, two hours, um, she would just stay in the car while I was browsing through these garage sales. And then of course we went to go eat lunch. Needless to say, she never comes and sources with me anymore after that, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm not one of those people that, you know, hate on 9-to-5 jobs. Yes, I quit my corporate job to become a full-time reseller, but I think having a full-time 9-to-5, you know, quote-unquote normal job that you enjoy is actually a really good thing like if you're able to find a stable job that you enjoy that provides a stable income that's a really good situation to be in even for me, I'm sure if I just kept looking and applying to different jobs, eventually I'd probably find something that I'm happy with in terms of a nine to five. But I mean, I've only really had two quote unquote normal jobs, like the military and Amazon, which are both jobs that are super heavy in terms of chain of command and order. Um, you know, it's like my way or the highway types of culture. Um, so I probably didn't have the best work experience in terms of like job satisfaction and I'm sure there's something out there that if I were to look hard enough there is something that I would enjoy enough to you know stay and work those normal hours but I mean right now full-time reselling I absolutely love it it's something that's working for me right now so that's something that's good for me but a nine-to-five job might be good for you it's certainly good for my wife and we used to talk about this all the time it's not something that you know she doesn't ever aspire to leave her corporate job and start her own business Um, She's perfectly happy where she is right now and she feels like she has enough flexibility outside of work in terms of the weekends and using her personal time to do the things that she wants to do. And all that just to say, to get to the question that I put into the title of this podcast, will my wife ever join me in terms of my reselling business? The answer is no. And that's 100% normal. Like she doesn't expect me to help her with her day job when I was in the military. I didn't expect her to come out to training events with me when I was working at Amazon. I didn't expect her to come to the warehouse and help me do my job at Amazon. So, you know, just keeping your jobs and full-time reselling, like reselling is my job. Um, keeping our jobs separate from our personal lives and i think that's more common to see couples who just work separate jobs and then outside of their jobs they do whatever they have to do to you know be happy together but as i was getting into reselling i just you know cherry picked a few reselling couples and i had that fantasy i was like okay like i'm gonna convince my wife to become a reseller and we're gonna become another reselling couple obviously that's just not the best thing for us there was this one time I I try to teach her how to take photos so she actually took photos for me once it was a uh, 10 clothing pieces and at that point I didn't have a standing flat lay setup it was just a normal flat lay on the ground so she took photos for 10 clothing pieces on the ground this was like three years ago maybe and she said her uh, back was sore for like three days afterwards so after that she just like completely stays out of my reselling business now the big lesson learned here is don't try to be a carbon copy of someone else it's definitely okay it's actually beneficial to see what other people are doing i definitely encourage trying what other people are doing um, but don't push yourself beyond the point of where it doesn't make sense anymore just to try to imitate someone else figure out what works for you take tidbits from everyone and mash it all together and create something that's 100 unique to you and your situation just to get into overall podcast notes if you have any questions for me leave it down in the youtube comment section or send me an instagram message or an email with that question and i'll make sure to get back to you Um, Either in text or maybe I'll include it in a future podcast episode. All of my information will be in the episode description. And I actually signed up for an anchor account. So this podcast is available on Spotify. It's not on Apple Podcasts yet. But by episode 3, it should be available on Apple Podcasts as well. Um, So YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts are the three platforms that i'm shooting for right now i mean i'm obviously not an expert at podcasting right now but from what i can tell those three platforms are the most popular in terms of what people use to listen to podcasts but that'll be everything for episode two i appreciate you listening until the end i'm really enjoying sharing like different parts of my life through this podcast i'm just overall enjoying the process of putting these podcast episodes together for all of you Um, so appreciate you listening and I'll catch you guys in the next one. See ya.